Welcome to Beyond the Summit. This is Scalability's series of podcasts where we have some really interesting chats to some really interesting Northwest business leaders. If you want to hear more in the series, hit subscribe. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about what we do, visit us at scale-ability.co.uk. So we'd like to welcome today Chris Brown from Brown & Co Accountants. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about your business, please, Chris? Yes, um, sure, Colette. Um, So we're we're firm chartered accountants based in Fulton-Cleavers, Lancashire. Um, We're a fully digital practice, small team, about eight of us. Um, We look after about 200 clients (coughs) to range from um, smaller businesses to owner-managed companies, um, anywhere from couple hundred thousand turnover up to uh, multi-million pound turnover businesses so uh, we kind of um, not not just compliance led as a business but we you know not just the accounts and tax returns but we kind of do all sort of bits and pieces like sort of business coaching funding um, all sorts of other quirky unusual stuff we, we we tackle and help businesses Great. Um, so um, I'd be interested to talk a little bit more about those additional services because um, I'm sure you'll forgive us for thinking that that's a little bit out of the box for most accountants. Um, so really, really interesting that, you know, you guys want to offer that more holistic service. So where did that come from? Um, I mean, I've been in the council for 20, over 25 years and I think um, I think it's just seeing how... Um, People just need so much more from the council, looking for more, they need more support. <clears throat> and I think it's, I think gone are the days where perhaps the accountant just did the tax, just did the accounts. I, I think people demand more now, they expect more, and, and they need more, need more support. Um, and I think particularly as, as banks have, have sort of stepped back from that relationship, I think, you know, it's really key. The accountant really is one of the key people involved in a person's business. And, you know, we're seeing it, you know, with our existing clients, with new clients we're coming across, where they just need, they, they need the whole range of, um, not necessarily services, but, you know, we don't offer everything, but we know where to signpost people. Um, so I think, you know, it's 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 key to business. It's not just about doing the accounts and calculating the tax. It's so much more than that. And I think, you know, uh, businesses now need that, trusted you know they talk about trusted advisor role i think that's you know it's what every business should have and and you know that's what they're all crying out for so what was it that led you to start your own firm um well it was redundancy actually <laughs> it forced me into the position but um I, I kind of i always wanted to i think and i always knew i could i could you know give it a go and, and, and do a fairly reasonable job um, but it kind of forced my hand a bit, um, which was probably not a bad thing because I might still be employed now, still thinking about it. Um, so, it, you know, it was a great thing. It gave me the push. Um, I had the experience working with small businesses, with large, you know, £2 million turnover international groups. So I had quite a, a wide range of experience. So I, I had the um, sort of best of both worlds, really. And I think... You know, I just thought, right, this is the time, if if any, to 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 go for it and and see what we can do with it and support businesses in a way that <clears throat> perhaps have not been supported um, by by the current accountants. And what did that journey look like in the start? Was it just you, or were you able to bring a small team on straight away? 
I mean, it, it was horrendous to be honest. <laughs> First few years was um, it was really tough. I think because what happened was being maybe being, being honest, but the, the redundancy it, it really not my confidence. Um, and you really kind of think, well, you know, have I got any value? What can I bring to the table? Can I actually do this? So I just started off with kind of friends and family, really. And that's it sort of grew from, from nothing, really. Um, so I, I was kind of desperate just to sort of take, you know, it's what everybody does at the start. You know, you're just so desperate for what you take on anybody, um, whether you want one or two clients. So, yeah, so it started off just me working from home. In the, uh, in the in the in the office, um, the spare bedroom, the small spare bedroom, um, doing absolutely everything for clients, and, and perhaps not doing everything very well, to be honest. Because you know, I've gone from working for one of the top, um, the, the big four accounts firms, to then going back down to producing a set of accounts and doing payroll and, and things that I've not done for a long time. So it was. It, it, it was difficult to get back into that, get back into that mindset from a sort of corporate world. Um, and it just took time. It took time to sort of grow the client base. Um, and then I had an opportunity um, in 2017 to buy a, a practice from a retirement accountant, which is fairly local. I, I sort of put the word out that, you know, I thought this is, I, I need to sort of make a real go of this do something properly. So I put the word out. I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity to sort of grow the business and grow it quickly. So I put the word out. Someone contacted me and said, actually, you know, my dad's looking to retire. So got in touch with him. Great practice, great clients. And he had two, two members of staff. So um, we took over that business end of 2017. Um, so we started, one of left because he was he was sort of retirement age. So it was just me and, and this other um, member of the team. Um, and we just, within a few months, we needed to do another hire. Um, and it just grew sort of organically from then. There was a lot, a lot to do. We had to put all IT systems in place. It was all, you know, everything was, was paperwork. Um, file, you know, there was a dozen filing cabinets, paperwork going back to the 1970s. <laughs> no systems, you know. Um, so, but I, I like that kind of thing. I, you know, it was a real project to sort of get your teeth into and, and, to have a really good client base where you could then start to sort of see what other things you could do to service those clients. So we had one client um, which we took over the practice, um, which was a multi-million pound turnover business, went out to see them, then a couple of weeks, taking them on, asked them, you know, oh yeah, you look, looks like you've got some R&D uh, work you're doing. Have you done a claim? No, what's R&D? <laughs> so, First year, you know, we got the 130 grand back and, you know, about 100K every year since then. So, you know, it, it just create, it just opened up this whole world of there's a ton of other stuff we can do, you know, to help you as a business. Um, so it just sort of grew. The business grew from there just organically. Um, and then this year we did another recent acquisition from a retirement accountant, only a small, small sort of block of things, no employees. Um, so I've taken that on. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so here we are now. We've got an office, team of eight, um, with you know really good client base, really good clients working with. That sounds like quite the journey so far. So, what would you say have been some of the key learnings that you've taken from this experience to date? <laughs> There's a lot. Um, I mean, it's 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 easy in hindsight, isn't it, to look back and think I would have done things differently. Um, I think what 
what I would have done sooner, I think what, what really kind of helped me and sort of propelled my journey was um, was engaging with a lot of leaders in, in the accounting industry who were really ahead of the game. Um, I had so much to do initially, I probably didn't have the time to do it or perhaps should have had the time to do it. Um, so I engage, and these were people kind of nationally who were kind of really leading, you know, real sort of pace setters, doing things differently, you know, um, really making some noise, do, and, and doing things, you know, in, in a way that I thought, yeah, this is this is how the industry should go. This is what accounts should be doing. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of followed a lot of them, got just got all their great ideas, really, just started to implement them. So what, one of the things I always wanted to do was obviously. Was, was go completely digital, you know, become paper. So that was one of the, the, the sort of first transitions um, we did. And, and I think when you when we sort of started the, the journey, a lot of it's about kind of your services, how you provide them, what you do internally. And, and then as you grow, you realise you've grown as a person, you've changed as a person. And when you get a team of people behind you, you then, be, it then be, you become more conscious and aware of kind of, yourself as a leader and you have to change your mindset so I I had to go from being a, a very sort of technical person which I still enjoy you know the technical side of the job but you have to then become you know almost like a mentor to you you know the rest of your team you know you have to get out there meet other people um, you know there's so many other things um, involved in it so you know it has been um, it has been quite a journey and, and I think I've sort of grown, I think one of the big things for me is growing in confidence. I think that's a huge part of when anyone starts a business is, is you need someone or, or or a good network of people or, or some support system to give you that confidence because I think, you know, it has an impact on absolutely everything in the business, particularly as you're growing it. Like, like, for instance, with fees, you know, we were charging ridiculously low fees for doing a set of accounts and tax returns. And, and it was because we kind of didn't really appreciate or we, we didn't sort of know our own worth or I didn't know my own worth. Um, and, and it was very difficult to sort of articulate that value. And it was all about confidence. Really. As soon as you get the confidence to do it, it just becomes so much easier. So I think, you know, for, for me, a com- confidence is is a huge part of that, I think, part of that business journey, right from the start anyway. And I'm going really. But I think, you know, particularly the early stages, it, it, you know, it does takes a while to build that up. But I think, you know, having having some good people to sort of look at and follow and, and kind of talking to other people locally. I was hearing what others perhaps were doing or weren't doing and thinking, actually, yeah, this is this is gonna set us apart from the competition locally. And 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 it's not just about being competitive, but we wanted to, I wanted to be sort of competitive with myself and think, right, how can I how can I be better than what I did last year or last month or last week and just constantly try and improve and you know in, in terms of um, you know the, the work I did or what we offered or you know all those kind of things. So um so yeah I'm not sure if that's answered your question or not. <laughs> yeah that's great. Um so that transformation from doer to leader is a challenge for almost all of us. Um particularly I think when you're in a technical um, mindset like yours. So were there any key people um, that you either look to as a mentor? Um, I know you've touched on um, general relationships um, with people that were in the same industry that you found aspirational, but were there any really key influential people that that really helped you take that transformational journey? 
Um, yeah, I think. I think obviously, you know, as, as you're going through, you perhaps don't realise who those people are until you kind of look back on that journey. You think actually, these people in my past have. Um, you kind of either start doing things like they've done. And you think, why am I doing this? Oh, yes, because you know my my, my boss that uh, you know um, did that before, or or you see yourself doing things differently because you think I certainly don't want to be like my ex boss who did things that way. So I think sort of yeah, along my journey, I think it's people that have kind of either when I was working in the accountancy practice, um, whether it was the partners um, or my last my last employee job. Is one of the directors and and kind of I, I almost sort of see myself becoming like the the people you know like like the the good people and good bosses that I've had and thinking oh crumbs I'm I'm becoming I'm copying what they're doing because I obviously didn't realise at the time it, um, very different sort of style I mean I you know I'm an introvert and and the people who who I kind of looked up to um, were often extroverts and I realised that to, to to develop, to grow um, in in business, you not necessarily have to become an extrovert, but you have to get comfortable with obviously talking to people, developing relationships, or the rest of it. You can't just sit in your office and you know expect work to come rolling in. Um, so I, I think yeah. So my, one one of my bosses um, at KPMG, he he was quite influential, and sort of some things sort of still ring in my head um, now, which has been sort of helpful to. Um, helping clients and I think you know because like I said before I was quite sort of technical you know I need to go off and think about things and, and he was kind of like let's just let's just do it let's just start this project we'll work it up as we go along and now I'm finding that I'm I'm very similar with that now it's kind of as, as a leader it's like right let's just yeah we can sort of get some ideas together but let's just run with it and we'll work the idea along as we as, as we go along rather than trying to get everything perfect before we roll it out so so there are some things that I kind of similarities between what I'm doing now and some of my um, one of my bosses from uh, who he used to work with. and obviously the, the the sort of the flip side is the bosses who didn't engage very well with, with the team you know would just sort of float you know be in the office all the time floats around just to sort of see what everyone's doing and then float out again no engagement at all so I certainly didn't want to be like them um, so I kind of picked bits from and um, all this, I suppose the, the bosses, partners, directors that I've worked with, pick the pick the good bits out to them and, and try not to to copy the bad. So, but yeah, there has there has been you know quite a few people um, who who have kind of um, been influential, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And is that transformation something that you've um, managed completely on your own, uh, or have there been uh, any sort of specific mentors or coaches that have helped you through that? Because that sounds like quite the quite the change from from introvert to confident leader. Yeah, yeah, I think um, so. So, like I mentioned before, when I was looking to all the sort of aspirational people and um, who were kind of paysetters in, in the industry. I thought, yeah, this is all great. This is what I want to do, and, and I started to do bits of it. But um, I realised that you need you need a coach, you need someone behind to to make you accountable and, and push you and challenge you really um, to to put things into action. So we we started working with a coach. I think it was probably about five years ago, four or five years ago, um, who specifically coached accountants. Um, so they know all the challenges, they know all the issues, they know the problems, and the coach houses thousands of accountants so um yeah so so we had a coach and that 
that's when things started to, to sort of really make a change because in your mind, you know, you think, oh, I can't do this. You know, like I can't put, I can't uplift the things. I can't put people on direct debit. They're not going to want to do it. You know, the coach challenged us, said, well, look, you know, we've worked with other businesses. This is what they've done. They've done it successfully. Um, and there's only so many times you can say, no, I can't do it before you think, right, I'm going to have to do this and see what happens. So that was when things really started to sort of, change and we started to sort of see a, an impact on the business was when when we engaged with a coach and they started to to push us to do things and i think that accountability aspect is is a real key part of that isn't it um you're exactly right uh, you can you can be as self-motivated as you want to be but having that accountability um seems to be a, a big shift changer for a lot of businesses um, so with, with that in mind, the development that you've done with the coach and how the business has moved on, what does the future look like for one, you as a, a business owner and leader, uh, and two, um, the future of your, your business in general? Yeah, so we, you know, we, we, we're obviously, you know, passionately want to grow. We want to grow, um, not just in terms of size, but, um, you know, we want a good team of people. We, we want to be a, a sort of employer of choice where, you know, People, you know, want to come, want to work with us, enjoy the work, enjoy the type of work, the variety, enjoy the environment, the culture. And that's what we want to create and, and create a constant sort of pipeline of young ones coming in into the business um, and being able to train them and support them, you know, take on apprentices. You know, we've taken on the first apprentice last month. We want to put people through um, to, to uh, train as chartered accountants. So that, that's what I want from a sort of team side. I want to grow that. And obviously, we want to grow um, in terms of the, the types of businesses we work with, um, particularly in, in Lancashire area. I mean, we do work nationally and internationally, um, but particularly locally, there's, there's some fantastic businesses, here, great people. Um, and we're just passionate about just trying to help them, really. And, you know, we see how many businesses out there are struggling, people are struggling, not getting the right support from accounts it's not being proactive and that's something you know we're, we're really kind of passionate about is wanting to help these businesses so we're, we're working our, our sort of ideal client is sort of you know half a million million pound turnover and above um where they kind of they've reached the point where the, the business is 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 growing and um, but they're not quite sure how to sort of take things to the next level and, and they almost need, you know, a coach themselves and account accountability. So that's kind of what we want, you know, really where focus our businesses now is is working with business owners on a monthly basis, you know, creating action plans, challenging them, being accountable, being a sounding board uh, for challenges and issues that they're coming against, signposting into, you know, other partners, other people that we work with. Um, so, you know, we, we, we're keep, really keen to grow grow our business, work with some other great um, businesses on on the Fylde Coast in Lancashire and, and grow a team. And part of that is um, is organic growth, but we're also looking to do acquisitions. So uh, we've done two in the past. We've got another two in the pipeline at the moment. Um, so the plan is to try and do two, uh, a couple of acquisitions a year. Uh, we see that as a great way to to grow the business it's fairly fairly low risk uh, for us and, and often retired accountants have great portfolios of, of clients really loyal clients one we took over earlier this year and um, had had a client for about 40 years 
Um, so, you know, there's some really good businesses, really strong businesses, and we can support them. Obviously, we can offer more services and, and support with all sorts of other things. So I think, you know, there's there's lots of opportunity out there for us to, to support businesses, and that's kind of uh, where we want to be and more involved in the community as well, be able to sort of give back um, more to the community. We're involved in a, a couple of networks, just recently involved with a, um, a charity, which we're, we're working closely with. So, yeah, so I think you know we're we're keen as a business to to keep evolving, keep keep developing, keep improving. Um, we don't really care what what competitions do as long as we improve as a business, improve what we deliver to clients. That that's the main thing for us, and, and just you know become a great working environment for the team as well. So, how as a leader do you um, disseminate that passion uh, and that constant engagement with your clients, especially when you know what you do is so very different to what a, a lot of other accountancy firms? How do you ensure that um, your team uh, are delivering um, your vision uh, for, for Brown and Co? Yes, yeah, so in terms of the team, um, I probably annoy them that because I'm, I talk about this all the time, and, and I'm very inclusive. I don't. I think, I think with a lot of traditional accountants, they, they, they keep a lot of things, they're worried that if, if they tell the team how to do things or, 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 or give them more opportunities, they're worried the team might take the relationship over those business owners and run off with all the clients. But we're, we're very much kind of very open. So any, any opportunities um, we, we come across in terms of whether it's new services, whether it's how we're and what our strategy is, we're just very open and honest with the team so they know our targets, they know financially where we're at, they know what we're looking for. And we're really trying to sort of incentivize and make the team almost become sort of entrepreneurs in their own right where, you know, they can spot these opportunities to help businesses. So as part of the sort of technology side is we've we've got a couple of um, bits of technology which help us to provide advisory services to clients so the reason for doing that is we're consistent in what we're offering businesses but also anyone on the team can essentially pick it up and run with it so it doesn't all bottleneck with me i you know i become the leader with the overall strategy obviously the team you know the team have been feeding some great ideas as well and we'll, we'll run with that or, you know we'll get, if someone comes up with that idea, we'll say great you you run with that you know let's um See how we get on. So yeah, it's just a very inclusive. We'll, we'll we'll all share ideas. We'll share what's working well, what isn't working well, um, with each other, and, and and very very open environment. And that's kind of one of the things that I think is probably quite different than other other firms where things are kept at the top level. And no one really knows what's going on or what the strategy is. Or um, so that that's one thing we're we're quite keen to do. Um, I suppose on the client side of things, it's quite a challenge because what we're doing is quite different. When we're talking to clients or, or new businesses, a lot of a lot of them aren't aware that we do it, um, or because the current accountants aren't offering it, it it's a very new proposition. Um, and I think it's it's just trying to get into people's minds that this is what we can offer, this is what we do. We have done it and are doing it with the clients and they've been really successful because they're having that that coaching from us um, and all sorts of other things drop out of those those meetings that we have regularly with clients. So it's 
it's it's trying to sort of change people's mindsets that you know look we're out here we're out here to help you we want to help you we want to work with you you know on a monthly basis rather than once a year you know with a set of accounts which are eight nine months old you know that kind of those days we want to be sitting down with you every single month and planning for the future forward planning so yeah so i think it's quite tough because not many people are offering that and i think from an investment point of view for, for businesses it's I think because there's not many offering it, it's very hard for them to sort of benchmark in terms of a, a cost, um, you know, where that's it. So it, it is a challenge for us, but, you know, the businesses that want to do, do who are doing that, you know, have been really successful and we're seeing that. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's it, there's challenges, but, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we're here just to help businesses and, um, you know, get the team engaged with it, which, which they are doing. Great. You've touched on a lot there about some of your local clients and how there are tons of great businesses, um, not just in Lancashire, but in, in the wider Northwest area. Um, so what what for you is so great and about having a, a business in this area? Um, I suppose, I mean, I, I was born and bred in Cleveland. So the office is only a couple of miles miles away from that from, from there. So I, I suppose the area is, you know, I was born and bred. It's the area I know, I love. Um, never really had a reason to sort of move away, you know. Um, I think, I think, you know, from from growing the business I've, and finding out more about the businesses locally, you know, who's out there, what they're doing. There's some actually, there's some absolutely fantastic family, family-owned businesses um, and, and a lot of kind of unsung um I suppose heroes or, or 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 businesses where they've they've just very quietly got on with things and they've they've grown these great businesses, you know, they've they've employed people, you know, they're doing some great things and, and they don't really shout about it. Um and, and we're kind of tapping into that and seeing that. So um I think another thing is it we, we, a lot of the businesses we're talking to, we're coming up to sort of second generation now, um, or you know, they're looking to do sort of succession. So we're at a point where we're, we're sort of talking with a lot of businesses about kind of how they can do it, whether it's with the families or whether it's through a sale. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of Lancashire businesses are really resilient, they're really tough. Um, you know, through the last couple of years, the challenges we've been through, yeah, you know, you know, a lot of needed support, obviously through furlough, bounce backs, funding, whatever else it is. But you know, they've all got through it and they, they all don't seem to, you know, obviously there's, there's challenges ahead, a lot, you know, a lot more challenges ahead, but the majority of these businesses here in Lancashire have just been so resilient. They just quietly got on with it and coming up with um, great ideas. And, and I think the, the other thing is, is the collaboration as well. I think businesses, um, you know, are, are really up for collaborating with each other, supporting each other through various networks. And, and that's the great thing. Um, you know, I just think it, it's it's great when we can put perhaps one of our clients in touch with another client to support them with something. Um, and, and that's what it's about, it's just helping each other, putting people in touch. Um, so I think, yeah, I, you know, I, I love Lancashire, I love the final coast. Um, you know, and I, I, I think... You know, it's particularly younger people. So part, part of my role, um, which I've recently taken on for the, the Institute of Chartered Accountants, looking after the members in this region, is, is supporting younger people as well. 
um, supporting younger members because I think a lot do move uh, away from the final coast, go into the city. So it's it's about trying to keep, you know, if, if we can create and, and develop great businesses here, you know, that keeps people here. It's a great place to work, you know, we're, we're by the coast, we're near the lakes, you know, and jump on the motorway and you can get anywhere fairly quickly, the cities if you want to. So I think, you know, great locations, lots, there's lots of opportunities, you know, um, for the region um, in the future. So I think, yeah, I think tons of opportunities there and, and lots, lots of exciting things. And finally, um, if you could think back in terms of those people that we talked about earlier that have been influential um, and that have potentially mentored you, are there any really sort of uh, standout magic mentoring moments that that are the thing that just ring true all the time and that you constantly go back to? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few little sound bites, I suppose. Um the things that sort of stick in your head. What one of my one of um, one of the directors I used to work with, um, he always banged on about managing expectations, and I just thought, oh, it's, it's, you know, just you hear these kind of buzzwords, don't you? And kind of at the time, you don't really think much of it, but you know, I think that's a huge thing in business, and and it's kind of it's what we try and do, particularly with with our clients and, and other businesses, even with the team to, to some extent, is where. It's all about managing people's expectations, um, whether it's in terms of, you know, uh, delivery, whether it's timescales, whether it's opportunities. Um, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're obviously very open and honest with, um, with, with our clients and, and with the team as well. Um, but I think, you know, if you can manage people's expectations, um, I think that can really help build trust as well. Um, so that that was quite a buzz, a sort of, I suppose, key buzzword that that stuck with me. Um, and I think you know um, the, other, the other thing um, one of my bosses was, was sort of. I remember at the start of when, when I left um, the, uh, my last employee employment. He said, "Look, don't worry if you make mistakes. You know, more often than not, you can use your correct, and most most people will be forgiving." If they're not, you know, obviously, you know, we all make mistakes anyway. And, you know, if clients and businesses aren't forgiving, then perhaps do we really want them as clients anyway? Um, you know, so I think, you know, that's kind of stuck with me and it's made me a bit more kind of um, grab opportunities, I suppose, and run with things. And and I think, you know, it's all about managing risk in business, isn't it? Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to take risks, but it's all about how you can manage that risk. Um, so that, that kind of stuck with me really. And I think that's helped me on the journey is to rather than sort of being perhaps too overly cautious is, you know, yeah, you know, look at the risks, but then just crack on with it. And, you know, and that failure is part of business, you know, making mistakes is part of business and, and you learn from it. You know, if you learn from other people's mistakes, even better. But I think sometimes you learn more from your own mistakes, you, whether it's learning more about yourself or, or how you react to things. Um, so, yeah, so that, those things have, have kind of stuck with me, I guess, and, and kind of helped me in the journey, really. Well, that was absolutely fascinating, Chris. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been really great to hear about your journey and even more interesting to hear about a really forward-thinking accountancy firm that offer this really holistic set of services. Uh, so thanks very much. Thanks, Colette. Thanks for asking me. Enjoyed it. Thank you.
That's the end of this episode of Beyond the Summit. Thanks for listening. To hear more, hit subscribe and don't forget to like and share.